Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by MoneyLion, the world's most powerful financial membership. MoneyLion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. What's up? Happy Wednesday to all of our watchers and viewers. Hey, I'm doing it for y'all like I'm doing it for TV. I got a big, big surprise for you. Well, I'm taking care of y'all. If you can tell, my studio is jam-packed with some slowness right now. We have three of the five um, representatives for Jimmy Johnson's pit crew in the house. I just want to take some time for each one of y'all to introduce yourself. Starting from my right on my far right, I have... Alan Stallings. And you are? Tire Carrier. I'm Kyle Tudor. I'm the Jackman. And I'm Tanner Andrews, the front tire changer. You see, they got their library voices on. We're going to liven these boys <laughs> up really quick here because we got a lot to talk about. Jimmy Johnson's pit crew is in the house. And just to let you all know, let me just, in case you don't know, all my race, my new race fans, you don't know who Jimmy Johnson is. Jimmy Johnson is a seven-time champion. He's led over 17,000 laps. He's won five championships in a row, like back to back to back to back. To back. He won Daytona twice. He has 83 career wins and 222 top five finishes. So it's safe to say that um, his pit crew needs to be some ballers. And we have that. When did you agree, guys? Absolutely. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fresh off of Pocono, we're headed to Michigan. In a nutshell, I mean, each one of y'all can answer this question. How, how was your race at um, Pocono? Um. I think we would have liked a little bit better finish. 19th uh, place finish, yeah. I uh, agree. Things happen. Um, <laughs> we had a good day on pit road, which is good for us. Um, overall, like I said, we wish we would have finished a little bit better, but it's not like everyone's not working or mm -hmm. doing what they can to uh, make the car better. Describe a good day on pit road. What, what does that mean <clears throat> for you guys? Consistency, man. You just kind of want to – you start fast and fast-er, really. Mm -hmm. um, you kind of want to – just be smooth the whole the whole way through. Um, get all the, get all the adjustments in and and kind of just stay on top of your game the, the, the whole way through the race. So right. it, it's easier said than done, but yeah. And then especially uh, under the eyes of Jimmy Johnson, Hendrick Motorsports, the thing is pitting a car for HMS on a consistent basis. You have the chance to win every single year. You guys started off a little slow during the year, but it seems like um, that performance is picking up across the board for your team. And um, I know you watch the show. You know that we've been emphasizing athletes and our crew members as athletes. We've had national combines, and that story has been told very well. You guys, everybody sitting here was an athlete prior. Right. You know, Alan, you was a football player. Uh, Tudor, you were a football player. You were a wrestler, Tanner, as well. Can we talk a little bit about each of those experiences personally? Um, let's start with you, Tanner. Let's talk about you because you are very unique in the fact that you did not play football. But I remember when you came to HMS as that wide-eyed, wide -eyed, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed <laughs> rookie straight out of, the, I think, the Olympic wrestling uh, team. Could you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, well, uh, I wrestled folk style my whole life, um, which is basically the Americanized version of wrestling. Okay. Um, 
Um, the Olympic style wrestling is freestyle and Greco-Roma, which is wrestled all over the world. Uh, in the United States, they wrestle folk style throughout high school, and then you can either do NCAAs and continue to wrestle folk style or um, go to one of the training centers or one of the regional training centers now and wrestle freestyle or Greco. Um, I started wrestling Greco when I was a junior in high school, <laughs> and uh, I excelled at that a lot more than uh, my folk style career. I wouldn't say I was a bad folk style wrestler, but I wasn't like an exceptional one. You know, mm -hmm. I was like a little bit above average, I guess I would say. <laughs> how did NASCAR come about? Um, <clears throat> well, when I graduated college, uh, I was going to join the Marine Corps and wrestle for the Marine Corps wrestling team. Um, or my other option would have been to go out to Colorado Springs and wrestle out there at their uh, um, uh, training center out there. Okay. So the main, you know, Olympic training center. But... Uh, that didn't happen. No, I got a call. We were actually sitting, uh, me and my coach and a couple other teammates were sitting at the bar uh, called the Wooden Nickel in northern Michigan, Marquette. And uh, he got a call from one of his buddies and just like yelled down the bar, hey, who wants to go change tires on a race car? I said, what, like NASCAR? And he's like, yeah, like NASCAR. I'll do it. Yeah, yep. sure, I'll do it. So uh, I had gotten a tryout um, uh, down here in North Carolina. But I didn't have the funds to, like, just take a flight down, try out, and fly back, mm -hmm. right? So I was like, screw it. If I'm going to get this job, I may as well pack my stuff up. Man, that story sounds so familiar with everybody <laughs> when you're trying to get into NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. I threw all my stuff into a trailer, and uh, me and my girlfriend at the time, uh, who is now my wife. Mm -hmm. uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> She uh, followed me down to North Carolina. What's her name? Give her a shout-out. Might get you some cool points today. Aubrey Andrews, Ooh. I love you. Beautiful <laughs> <laughs> Um Got a tryout at uh, Penske first and then uh, at Hendrick Motorsports, and it was just an individual tryout over at Hendrick Motorsports. You know, I didn't come through a combine or anything. It was Juice and uh, uh, Darius at the time that mm -hmm. took me out there and said, let me see what you got. So I went and left it all out there, and Flynn, Coach uh, Keith Flynn called me. The next Monday, I say, you want to come work at Hendrick? The rest said, is Absolutely. history. Yeah, yeah. Similar paths for both of y'all, too, as well, just down the football uh, um, avenue, right, Kyle? Yes, sir. Um, so I had a tryout with the Cardinals for rookie minicamp. Okay. When I was landing in Arizona, I got a phone call from my position coach, John Wiley, at ECU, who was linebacker's coach. He said, hey, I got a guy here who uh, asked if there's anybody that he recommended. Mm -hmm. I gave him your name, so if that doesn't work out, would you like to try out? So I talked to Flynn. Um, when I got back to Coach Flynn, by the way, yeah, Keith Flynn, Coach mm -hmm. Flynn, he's the man. Appreciate it, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, so when I landed back in Augusta, which is where I'm from, I uh, got in contact with Coach Flynn and got the tryout set up. Came here to the uh, initial tryout, which was more of a NFL Combine style tryout, mm -hmm. which is five ten five uh, shuttle bench press that that sort of thing. Um, then they called me back for the second tryout, which was actual pit stops. Mm -hmm. which all of us were terrible. <laughs> you're going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, you think you're good at sports, and nobody grows up playing pit crew, and that really shows mm -hmm. when you get these guys out here trying out for the first time. Um, but I guess there's something they saw in me, and I've been blessed ever since. Uh, I had a job here since uh, September 2014. Balling out as a starter for the number 48. Allen, real quick, what do you got? How did you get in here? Yeah, similar to Tudor. Um, I played college football, and then I walked into my defensive coordinator's office uh, at the time, and he said, Hey, just so you know, you might be getting a call from a uh, a NASCAR pit crew coach. I, I entered your name um, as a referral, and I said, uh, 
well, uh, I don't really know anything about NASCAR. <laughs> but uh, you're gonna learn today. <laughs> yeah, I also don't know anything about cars. So um, how how am I supposed to do this? And he said, well, you know, just go up there, find out. So I actually got a call and. Uh, same thing as Tudor. I came up and did an uh, entire uh, combine thing, and it was like an NFL combine. Uh, at the time, I was training to go um, play football in Canada. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of happened. Um, there was 80 – I was like 77 or 80 guys that, that I was trying out, and uh, they, kept, they kept six. I like it. You know, similar stories, you know, align with all of our guests, our athletic guests who have been on the show. They really had not an idea of NASCAR as a sport. Right. Prior to right. that, you know, prior to taking that leap and uh, attending one of these combines. At the same time, very proud to say that I have had the opportunity to watch you guys progress in the sport and just coming in as a rookie to doing what you're doing now at the top level on a house car in Hendrick. Because I remember there was a lot of frustrations when y'all were trying to get to that point. Absolutely. And y'all are at that point now, and I'm going to utilize that information that y'all have obtained. And we're going to talk about different ways that other motorsports series are doing pit stops and the possible differences and advantages and the pros and cons of all of that. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah, yes, sir. Sounds good. All right. So if y'all hang out with us and come back and check us out on MRN Crew Call, we'll be right back after a short break. What's up? Vaughn Gittin Jr. here. How would you like the keys to a 700-horsepower, custom-built Ford Mustang RTR? Designed by none other than NASCAR champ Joey Logano, the RTR design team, and me. It's one of three Mustangs you could win in the Money Lion Here We Roar sweepstakes. How do you enter? Just text ROAR to 95615 or visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. No purchase necessary. Instant 2019. Must be 18 or older. For official sweepstake rules, visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. On July 6th, gather your family and friends for summer's biggest celebration, the Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona. Experience a weekend of excitement with racing under the lights and celebrate Independence Day with patriotic tributes and the region's largest fireworks display over the infield at Daytona. The Coke Zero Sugar 400 will be a celebration to remember. Adult tickets start at $49, kids $20. Lock in your seats at 1-800-PIT-SHOP or DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering many of the best-known trucks on the road. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies in components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. And we're back with three out of five of the over-the-wall pit crew performers for Jimmy Johnson, old seven-time, seven-time champion um, for Hendrick Motorsports, the, the pit crew, the actual guys who get it done for old Jimmy Johnson. Three of those five are here today in representing the Jackman Tire Carry and Tire Changer. Guys, as you know, this sport, job security sucks. You know, we work in tenths of a second. There are things that can happen. We, we're playing in traffic. We're changing tires on the interstate, and I'll right. show you how <laughs> later on. But long story short, job security is the worst here. How are y'all planning for the future? And we like to emphasize this because our shows are our guests that listen, our viewers that listen, and we have a section called the Financial Crew Chief, and that's presented by Moneyline, where we try to put our young athletes in position to start thinking about life after pits. So I'm pretty sure that comes across um, you guys' mind from time to time. What are some things that you're doing to help facilitate that idea? 
It's all the time, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you constantly think about it. You know, every weekend is a chance to get hurt. Every weekend is a chance to, you know, it might be your last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so the biggest thing is, is you just got to be financially smart, 401ks, mm-hmm. um, try and, and watch the stock market like I know I, there's a couple of us do. And um, you just got to be smart and, and, and look ahead instead of look for now. That's you, Kyle. Um, so I, I honestly think about this a lot. Uh, most of the time before I go to bed, when I wake up, it's always on my mind because, like you said, <laughs> this, this job's not promised. It is a yeah. job, and I wouldn't say it's a career for us since it is pro sports. Um, just recently, as of last year, I got my uh, real estate license in North Carolina. Congratulations. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, I haven't um, utilized it yet, but uh, in the future I'll probably get into that avenue or, like you said, um, some investments. Charlotte's growing fast too. It Everybody's is. buying it's houses out here. That's the real estate's big mm-hmm. here. Not only selling homes, but buying your homes and, and renting them or flipping homes, which is another thing I'm looking into now. Um, I actually have pretty good bit of Bitcoin and XRP and no. well. that kind of stuff. Hopefully that hits. <laughs> okay. If you listen to this, please buy up. <laughs> about uh, you, Tanner? How um, do you think about the future life after? A professional athlete. Well, initially, uh, with my criminal justice degree, uh, I had originally planned to join the military and then eventually go into a federal law enforcement degree position. Well, since I'm in this, uh, hopefully I can save as much as I can right now. Since you're in this, what is this? NASCAR. Pit crewing. (laughs) Changing tires. And I love it. I love it. But I know it's going to come to an end earlier than any other career that Mm -hmm. I would be choosing to do. So um, i got to be smart with my money. You know, I'm not a frivolous spender, but uh, I would like to get into, uh, you know, real estate investment, hopefully buy up some properties and, uh, you know, lease them out, rent them out um, after I got all my debts paid and everything, you know. So I got a whole lot of expenses that I need to take care of other than maintaining those properties, hopefully. Okay. Well, that, that's that's great information. And you young crew members, make sure you um, heed the words that they are speaking here because, long story short, that end of that career will come sooner than you know it. Oh, you yeah. know, at the same time, it might not come when you want it to come. So definitely want to prepare for that. At the same time, you guys are balling at a high level. You're performing at a high level. And that took a lot of hard work. But there are other motorsports out there that are doing exactly what we're doing. They are changing tires, but they're not doing it doing it the same way that we're doing it. I have examples of that, and um, if we can play our video of um, these examples of our pit stops, I'm going to start off with the Formula One way of how they do pit stops, and I'm going to migrate to the IndyCar way, and then I'm going to end with NASCAR in the way we do it, six and five man way. So this is the way the Formula One pits their cars, and their crews can be over 14 people. I mean, you can have 25 people just sitting there. Look at them, just waiting, and that car comes in, boom. Everybody have a specific position in under two seconds. Those four tires are changed. They also use a hydraulic jack. No, they use a lift jack in Formula One. A lift jack is that guy right in front of that car. He just lifted it up with his body weight. The full car comes up under two seconds, four tires. That's the Formula One way. I don't like standing out there on pit road. They are stationary. And um, like I said, it's just... I, I get nervous about doing it that way. But like I say, it's very efficient. It's cool to watch, but it just seems like a lot of clutter on pit road. And 
you know, when you guys would agree, right? There's a lot of color, <laughs> a lot of bodies out there. That's a lot of people. Prototype rocket ships with wheels. It's crazy. <laughs> Next, we have the IndyCar way. And mind you, you can see all of our videos on the MRN.com or the Motor Racing Network fan page if you want to see the way that these other motorsports series are doing. You saw how close yeah, that was? Yeah. That's, he got his butthole tight on that one. <laughs> tell you that yeah. right now. He felt the wind coming around. But just sitting on the car in a stationary position, I'm going to explain why I don't like that, but it's just um, maybe just something I'm not used to. And then next you have the NASCAR way, and I'm going to show you the six the six crew method, the six um, crew member method, and the five crew member method, and the six crew member method. You're jumping out in front of the car. This is what we know the best. Tires hand off. Tire carriers running around the front. Tire changes and jack man runs around the front. Tire goes on. That's me. Grill is wiped. <laughs> you said that's me. Hey, that's that's me. that right? That's us and Kevin Harvey. 18 car. This is the five crew member. When they um, they took away crew member from the, the NASCAR crews, and we went from six to five, which uh, increased the strain on one position or two positions in particular. The Jackman and the tire carrier. They have to be beasts. And as we see the 48 car right now, you can see the Kyle Tudor. You can see the Allen Stallings and B. Tanner Andrews doing the damn thing as they're going around the car. Not from stationary position, but running out in front of the car. And we end here with Austin Dillon in the three car. They're doing the same thing. And this is, I believe, in California. But um, with the amount of cars that are on pit road, you know, um, I think that is the most efficient way. What do y'all think? How do... Looking at those stops for the first time, what's the first thing that came to your mind when y'all saw some of those things? Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> like you said before, job security, you know, none of us really knew that it was going to go from six to five man. You know, mm-hmm. they let us know two months before the season, and it really messed up a, a, a lot of the, you know, crew situations. You know, a lot of guys were looking for jobs. Yeah. Um, it eliminated but, a crew member, a yeah. job, a responsibility at the same time. For those that remained on the crew, didn't you have to change your focus somewhat? I actually uh, was on the five car at the time, and then they uh, I got moved down to a backup role. Um, so I, I, I didn't lose my job, but I lost... Uh, the starting position, that the premier start, position. The starting position, and, and, and it uh, it took me a good probably six months or, or so to get to work. So you were a starter yeah, as so the six in the six uh, crew right. uh Oh, on Casey Kane's choreography, car. yeah, the five. The and five then when car. they went to five crew, yeah, you I were demoted. Down, yep, yeah, and I got put down to a backup role, and uh, I was on, I, I was there for for quite quite a bit of time, and then uh, I got put on the forty eight. Actually, me and Tanner both got put, put on the forty eight at the same time, and, and uh, since then we've just been been rocking it out. But yeah, it's it's uh, job security is big, and j- just like you said before, it, it could come whenever you least expect it, and earlier than you expect it. And when, when you don't need it to, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you, you really got to plan. You can't plan for it, but you can at the same time, you know? So when you see those stops, Kyle, and you see the jack man um, in front of the car with that um, the quick jack that he has, what do you think about in your head as far as maybe if NASCAR went that way with pit stops, would you think about changing your positions? Or how, what do you think when you, when you think about that? Um, since I haven't done it, it's hard to say what who would be where. I mean, I would assume that body styles would be different just because you're doing different um, movements. But I honestly think it's it doesn't it takes the athletic ability, in my point of view, out. I mean, it, it's not a choreographed thing. It's more of you have several people doing mm-hmm. jobs together at a time. I mean, in our job, it's more of like a, when it's done correctly and, and everyone's moving smooth together it's like the ballet you know what i mean it's everyone's going it's, oh, yeah. it looks good it's a dance yeah it's a dance and then the way you see it on the other the other um 
series of racing, it, it just looks more of like they're taking the aspect out of it. And I don't think that that's what NASCAR is. I don't think that's stock car racing. I mean, you're making it to where it's more track-oriented than mm-hmm. in the way that NASCAR has gone to where they're trying to make it more competitive between teams on the track. I think it's harder to, you know, move move positions on cars in between races. Like, after a stop, you can gain a lot of spots on and off or lose spots on and off pit road. And I think that way, unless something like fails, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think it, that's going to happen as much. I like the way that, I mean, like I said, you you have to read and react as an athlete. And mind you, when you're doing a NASCAR pit stop, you are changing tires literally on the interstate. If you think about it, some of these tracks we go to, the speed limits are 55 miles an hour, you yeah. know, to the point where – you're literally playing on the interstate. And when I look at the pit stops from the Formula One series and from the uh, Super V8 series and IndyCars, it's like they're doing pit stops in a parking lot. Mm. Right. They're on their knees. They're not in a position to move. And it's a bit scary. Yeah. You know, it seems more dangerous, you know. And, um, you know, long story short, I don't want to play kamikaze, mm. you know. I'm a little bit smarter than that. You know who the first guy is killed in most of all scary movies? <laughs> Y'all know who that is? Yeah. Usually... The African American man. Yeah. So I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. So that's therefore, not, not nice. I, therefore, if we're pitting cars in these way, yeah. I don't want to be on my knees because I might be the first one that gets ran over. <laughs> but long story short, we have a I have a solution for this, and I want to break that down a little bit more. And we got we have getting schooled coming up next, and I know y'all haven't been a part of getting schooled yet. But um, we have that coming up next, as well as I want to remind you too that Hercules Tires is giving away a free set of tires every month. You know, by register, you can register by going to HerculesTires.com to register your name and ask you for your email and all of that, and you have a chance to win um, a set of tires from Hercules Tires. All right, we'll be right back with the three of the five from Jimmy Johnson's Pit Crew. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina, is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. At the Goddard School, teachers customize lessons so children can explore their interests, have fun, and learn the skills they need for success in school and beyond. From infant sign language to pre-K students tackling STEAM learning, our Flex Learning Program, or Fun Learning Experience, is grounded in research that shows the most genuine learning occurs when children are having fun. Our teachers leverage this through lessons inspired by children's imaginations. To enroll, visit GoddardSchool.com. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. The Camping World NASCAR Weekend is June 27th through June 30th at Chicagoland Speedway, home of 2018's most exciting finish. Witness the next generation of drivers earn their place in NASCAR history. Taste brisket, burgers, bacon, and more from Barbecue Hall of Famers. And see Lee Bryce in concert all in one weekend, June 27th through June 30th. Get tickets and camping spots now at chicagolandspeedway.com. Getting Schooled is presented by the Goddard School, the best childhood preparation for social and academic success. Visit GoddardSchool.com for more information. The Goddard School, learning for fun, 
learning for life. And here we go, guys. I'm about to learn you something. I'm about to learn you for life. <laughs> teach, you, teach you for life. <laughs> Anyways, we, we, we alluded to the fact that other motorsports series, they perform their pit stops in various other ways. But one thing that they do have in common is the fact that their tire changers are stationary on the ground prior to the car coming in, at least the front two tire carriers and um, changers. And that's a bit scary for me. And when I saw that, I was watching these pit stops. And, you know, what brought this about is the fact that trucks are racing in Texas with Indy cars. And I remember doing those trucks. I would always go and be enamored with the Indy car pit boxes and the way they did things until I saw the pit stop. And I said, these dudes are crazy. <laughs> you know, first of all, they're crazy. They're sitting ducks. But anyway, the first thing I did is when I saw that is I went to um, Coach Horton. Um, I went to Coach Horton and had a conversation with him. And I'm going to read you some of the things that Coach Horton has said, you know, as far as the best way to perform a pit stop. And IndyCar and many other forms of racing have their pit crew members stationary. In a perfect world, this works fine. But in NASCAR, it won't work unless you do the following things. You have to stagger the pit boxes, which means you have to have a space in between each pit box. You know, because if you're sitting out there on pit road and that car has to try to come in, those cars are bigger and bulkier. Long story short, they take up more space. Next thing you have to do is double the size of pit road and keep a box in between each car. And then the third thing you would have to do is you have to recruit more athletes. You got to bring in more athletes. If you're sitting uh, a sitting duck, you have to be able to read and react. But Coach Horton's not done. He then begins to talk about the ergonomics of movement and the choreography of pitting a race car needs to be achieved with the athletes moving the way NASCAR does it. That's us, the way we do it. And this is because a NASCAR is, is, uh, pit stop is designed for the crew member to be moving away from the car. Most people think that we're jumping to the car, running to the car. No, we're running away from that bad boy. You know what I'm saying? So long story short, we are taught to manage the situation and the driver, as long as the driver does not deviate or abort his entry motion. Even if the driver is about to hit the wall on pit road, the driver has to maintain that straight path. And if he does, that accidents will be minimized. Why am I saying that, guys? Because, you know, if a driver comes in too hot, we see that. But then what if he changes the wheel real quick? What's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been hit by a car, um, so I, I know what happens. Uh, exactly. I, I, I think it is a little bit tougher for NASCAR. I mean, that looks good for Formula One and, and IndyCar, but oh, does it? Like, have I, you seen it? No, nah, I'm saying the stops look good, but oh, do they? Oh, oh, do tell. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, gonna learn you something. This is why this is the Goddard School because we're gonna learn you something. I'm gonna teach you what that looks like. If we can show our videos of um, the bad pit stop. So let's show the videos of the Super 8 way, the Formula 1 way, and this is what, these are actual live pit stops during a race, and um, it is crazy, like I said, and it's like um, organized chaos, but as we show the videos, look, right in here as he coming mm -hmm. in, they're not staggered, boom, right into the people. What would you see? <laughs> I mean, what would you you'd be thinking right now? There's Ooh. nothing you can do about that. Here is an example of the NASCAR pit stop. Look at us. We are athletes to the point where you can read and react. When that car comes in, we saw that we account for it. We jump out of the way. You move out of the way of the car, and you form the pit stops. When you're on your knees like that, you cannot move out of the way. You are a sitting duck. And then you got to think of the amount of cars that we have on pit road, the space mm -hmm. that's allocated in between the cars, the way we qualify. There's so many other factors. This does not look controlled at all. Uh, there's a lot more going on on an NASCAR pit road, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, almost always there's more cars coming down. You get 20, 25 cars coming down at once sometimes that are so close together, you got to be able to see what's coming behind, what's right next to you, you know. 
Oh. Ooh. Now, mind you, you can see all of this That's on true. the MRN.com, on the Motor Racing Network fan Facebook fan page. And you're seeing that I don't want to see this in NASCAR. I don't no. want to see us on our on our knees. I don't want to see – I don't want these drivers – these drivers have more that they have to think about. They have enough that they have to think about on, on – um, on the racetrack, but I want to show you why you need athleticism. Look at Adam Mosher here back in California. I don't remember what year this was, but just take a look. Right there where that circle is, he said, boom, that was, nasty. that was nasty. Look at that. He jumps, leaps over the car, grabs the tire, and gets to pit road. That is an athlete. That is You can't do that from your knees, homie. Mm -mm. We're always you, looking down pit road, too, where they're coming at us and set up our backs towards them. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I don't well, want my back towards anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, as a rear tire changer, you can you can you can't help that right. you know when you're on your knees at the same time that's known but I don't want to start out there you know am I alone in this right. sentiment or what no, no, you're right no, no, no. So. after seeing that yeah I think it's, <laughs> that's way more dangerous it's way more dangerous to the point where I don't think we should um, if if this did come to NASCAR like I said um, and they kept it in the five five crew members or if they added six we don't know. But if it did come to NASCAR, I just think there would be a definite need for everyone to be an athlete because uh, as of right now from what I saw. From the Super V8 and um, those other series, those look like mechanics to me. Mm. Yeah, they definitely look, look like mechanics, but even if you're an athlete, you're still on your knees. You know, you can't really be athletic when you're on your knees. Exactly. You have to be able to read and react. Right. you got to be able to see the cars coming. Uh, good thing for, for us, you know, running out to the right side, we always take a glance, you know, what down pit road on what's coming, and we also see, you know, who we're around, who we're pitting around, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I that didn't look appetizing to me. I said no. we got a higher sense of awareness. Yeah. And let's break it down even further. There were there are two things that are are different as as it involves the tools that they are using. The first thing is the jack, the hydraulic jack. We call it the hydro jack. Do y'all know what that is, the hydraulic jack? Let me show you what that looks like. The hydraulic jack is basically um, when the car comes in, if we can show the video and I can give you an example of what that would look like, there are placed underneath the car and you hook a hose up to the front or the side of the car. And once you hook that hose up, the car, all four cars elevate. You know, that is a hydraulic jack, as you're seeing there. So the jackman, that is the jackman, Kyle. That is your new position. Hmm. That's all you're responsible for is plugging that hose in and then releasing that hose. And all cars come, the, all four tires are elevated. Then it changes, you know, you do your thing with that single stud hub, with that one gun hub. Well, they may as well get rid of the name NASCAR then, because I don't see any cars coming into a shop with an air jack installed to their... Especially <laughs> stock cars. Right? No, that's stock not cars? Stock what do you racing. mean it's not stock car racing? That's ridiculous. What? Like, one, like... Show me one, one, one car in production that's got one lug nut or any kind of air jack. So you're you're on the side of keeping NASCAR stock. Yeah, what what like the, core the cars you can were. buy. Yeah. Keep the I mean, human the, element. Well that that's sure. that's essentially what they were going for whenever they have the Camaros, when they have the Camrys, they all look like production cars, right? Mm -hmm. So why why go away from their fighting themselves? You know, if they're making uh, Well, this is not happening. This is something that I was looking at that uh, I was watching the races and I had the well, what if yeah. idea? And I just don't feel like the guys that are performing those pit stops in the Super V8 series, the IndyCar series, they might be athletes in their regards, but they're not the type of athletes that you guys are right. in NASCAR. At the same time, if it did come and get implemented into NASCAR, I feel like that jack would have to remain the same. 
Let's look Absolutely. at the other one. The other, the other possibility, um, uh, the other tool that they use in IndyCar and the Super V8 series is the air gun. And uh, um, the air gun is a single stud hub, is what I call it, SSH. And look at that. It's, um, that's what it looks like. That is the mechanism used to take the wheel off. And here you see a team practicing. This is a Super GT team practicing. And look how t- light the tires are, first yeah. of all. And then you hit that stud one time. Or you ratchet it on, you just throw it on, you pull it off and go on. So what are your thoughts about that tire changer? I think it ain't stock. I mean, these wheels are made you of said, It ain't it, stock, it man. Ain't stock. <laughs> Typical race cars <clears throat> that we're working on only have five lug nuts. I mean, why all the way go down to one? I mean, these wheels that F1 and Indy and you said Super GT, these are mm-hmm. magnesium wheels that are so much lighter. Mm-hmm. And it, it's taking the athleticism, taking the human aspect of – the sport out of it and just leaving it on the track why are you trying to act like what you're doing is so special i can get uh, the bagger out of walmart to to change a tire right i like to see that i, yeah, I can just say who i need a tire changer he could probably change it but couldn't change it in 13 12 seconds <laughs> yeah. well yeah. what are your hand speed parameters for a tire to come off now usually you want it around point point nine point seconds. nine seconds so yeah. less than one second hitting five lug nuts definitely less than one second yes and then what about going back on uh, well, with our <laughs> old clutch guns that we used to have, we used to be able to hit on patterns in 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8 seconds and have a tight wheel. Now mm-hmm. it's right around 0. 0.9 again, or mm-hmm. a whole second at least, and it all depends because um, it all ha- it's all how the gun feels. And with the way uh, those blow-off valves are on our regulators, we're kind of limited to how much air pressure we run, so we can't just crank the gun way up and have a lot of RPMs and run mm-hmm. faster hand speeds. we got to play into what we get. What about your parameters, real quick, um, before we uh, move on to your jack? What are some of the parameters that they get um, judge you on? Um, I mean, stroke. Okay. Um, jack's a constant thing that teams across NASCAR are working on. I just don't understand if you do go to a hydraulic jack. I would say that NASCAR is different from other series, and it's the fact that rubbing's racing in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. I mean, you bump and, and you wreck, uh, I would say, a lot more what i've seen so you want to bump and wreck with these cars <laughs> so the thing is is what's going to happen if one of those air drags messed up only mm-hmm. one of them you have the car only up halfway or you don't well, have it up at all i did read that they do have these quick lift jacks you know in the pit box and they're basically about 250 dollars and you go in front of the car use your body weight to lift the car up so same thing we got now same thing we have now with the so flat. Why not just keep it exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> So. And then the guys that stand in front of the car, what happens if the brakes fail? He blew, he or the box. You're going to end up on that video we just yeah. showed if the yeah. brakes fail. Um, so. And that's the case. We can get people out there and they can stand in front of us. And, <laughs> and, and the fact, if you're on your knees and the car hits you, the propensity to run you over and for you to get trapped under the car as opposed to you getting out of the way. I mean, <laughs> so we're on the same page here, right? Just, yeah. stop, just stop trying to change pit stops. Ooh, yeah. We're on the same. Just, you know, just enjoy just, what just the product that you're getting. Let us go. Just, you know, just, heated. just enjoy heated it. About if it didn't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Pit stops now are awesome. They're fun. It's beautiful. It's fun. Hey, well said. I mean, I could have done it better myself. Leave the pit crew alone. Just let us ball out the way we ball out, you know? Yep. That's (laughs) that's the way we all think for sure. Hey, Clutch Coffee is coming up, and we're going to give our Clutch Coffee performers of the week as well. We're going to close out with Jimmy Johnson's pit crew when y'all come back. Did you know that banks collected over $15 billion in unnecessary bank fees last year? Come on, enough is enough. 
It's time we took back control of our finances. That's why Moneyline is proud to bring you the financial crew chief and to be a NASCAR sponsor. Look, no one knows more about hard work and pursuing their dreams than NASCAR fans, drivers, and teams. So we want to bring you the kind of banking that the big banks would never build with features like zero fee checking and zero fee investment accounts. And because life is also meant for a join, with Money Lion, NASCAR fans get even more. We're giving away 1,500 NASCAR tickets to our members this year. Plus, you can get 5% cash back on NASCAR tickets at track purchases and all purchases at NASCAR.com. Learn more at MoneyLion.com or download our app. This is America's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Yes, yes, yes. You're back to MRN Crew Call, presented by Moneyline. I'm joined in the house by these devilishly handsome, these 48 handsome, these uh, these cute. They're real cute. These little cute guys in here. You know, look real cute. You got mustaches and beards and goatees. What do you call that? Did you name that mustache? What, this mustache? Yes. No. no. He needs to name his mustache. Oh, yeah, that mustache. The Intimidator. Yeah, I'm going for like a Viking beard, but it's got a long way to go. So. Well, you look like a Viking. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> hey, my favorite part of the show is coming up, my Clutch Performers of the Week, and we have five of them this year. I mean, I'm sorry, not this year, but this week. Coming off of their third-place finish in Pocono this past week, the winners are the number 20 pit crew, and those are in the number 20 pit crew driven by Eric Jones, represented by Dustin Nikkei's front tire changer, Mike Hicks, the rear tire changer, Ernie Pierce as the jack man, Kevin Harris, the beast mode tire carrier, Wake Forest University alumni, by the way, and Justin White, uh, the fuel man. You know any of those guys on pit road? I mean, Papa Ed, Ernie Pierce, what's Ernie up? Oh, Kev. They, Ernie wasn't here, and he said that, you know, the 48, they strive to be like those Gibbs crews. <laughs> they just like, man, it's wax sauce over there on HMS. What do y'all got going on over there, man? Why are Gibbs whooping your butt so much? Man, I wouldn't say that, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You got the infinity Easy. Sport. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, speaking of which, man, speaking of which, you guys are doing very well on pit road as yourself. Describe the first year, I mean, as it was Daytona to now as a team. How are y'all feeling about your performance? We're just vibing, you know. I feel like now we're, 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 we're gelling. Uh, the the mistakes are kind of shrinking. You yeah, know, yeah. The, the, the margin of error is kind of shrinking. And, and, you know, we, we've all been pretty consistent. So yeah. it's... We've definitely improved. They uh, were throwing a lot bigger adjustments at us earlier in the year, too, and we are still trying to figure out um, how to roll with that. But mm-hmm. uh, now, I mean. And crew chief changed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was probably big, too, you know. Absolutely. People definitely take that for granted of how much that. Communication. Yeah, yeah. That changes yeah. Uh, what Kevin, y'all are used to doing. Kevin is awesome, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he's really easy to work with, really uh, comfortable to be around. Kevin and who? Mender. Kevin Minner? Yeah, man. That's your crew chief? Yeah. Just joking. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're we're rolling we're rolling out a lot better than we were at the Do beginning. Do you miss of the, the year. Chad at all? I like Chad. Yeah, yeah. I like Chad. Miss Enjoy him, Chad. Man. So when you see him He's like a very intense person. Give him a good slap on the butt. What's up? What's uh, up? He'll, he'll text me every now and then. <laughs> he glares. That's my dog. He glares at my beard. He's just like 
leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, as I was saying, man, um, like I'm very proud of what y'all are doing over there at HMS and just being able to see where y'all have come and where you are now. Very proud of the success that y'all are having and hope you have the continued success. Going into Michigan, what are some of your goals or some of the things you want to check off? Uh, I want to be in the top five on pit road. Mm-hmm. That's that's the goal we have going into the week. I mean, right now we're tr- trending in the right direction. We have last week we were sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, five six. Six. Yeah, we're on pit road. Six right now. So on y'all pit moving road. on up. Yeah. So, yeah, nine on the ninth on the year, which is an um, an improvement from last year, and mm-hmm. we're trending in the right direction. Like I said, so mm-hmm. I mean, finishing the top five on pit road in Michigan would be great, and I would love to win. Yeah. Well, it's, it's been a while for Jimmy, and I think we all deserve it. Talk mm-hmm. it into existence. Speaking into existence. Hey, Law of attraction, baby. <laughs> Gotta go. Michigan. I'm excited about watching that race. Like I said, the new package will be on display as well. It is the backyard of a lot of our OEMs. I think Chevy and Ford are up there in Michigan. They all want to win that race. So a lot of responsibility on you guys. A lot of eyes watching you. Hopefully the rain stays away up there in Michigan. I heard it's looking good. Hopefully it is. <laughs> for our, our in house weather man. Yeah. He says he's it's pretty clear. Cause it. We know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. uh, shouts out to Calvin Teague and um, Brandon Harder. Dad. Brandon Harder, dad <laughs> and granddad, who weren't here today. We have a another show for you two privately. You know, we'll get them on here on the show. But thank you so much for watching us on MRN Crew Call presented by Moneyline. And thank you, 48 Pit Crew, for joining us today on the show. Thank Appreciate you for having us. Yeah, thank you all. Thank you all for watching. Yep. You all already know. <laughs>